Blog Talk Radio. Dig it! Welcome to the Atomic Drop Show, live on Blog Talk Radio. Your number one source for wrestling news, interviews, and analysis. You better listen to this. Hey everybody, this is Sunny, the original diva of the WWE, and you're listening to the Atomic Drop Show. This is David Marquez of the National Wrestling Line. This is the slash of the slicer, the dicer, the ripper, the sweater, the love taker, the money maker, the honey shaker. My name is Lauren Brooks, a passion reviewer for TNA Wrestling, and you are listening to the Atomic Drop Show. You can be part of the show by calling in at area code 646-915-9116. This is Evan McLeod from NWA New York. The one, the only, Milk Chocolate, Willie Mack, a.k.a. Chocolate Caliente, if you've seen me at Lucha Ravoon. The Rock, Superstar Chaos. Chris Hammond. This is Jesse Hernandez out here in California, brother. The hardcore homo angel. This is Jimmy Jacobs, the founder and the CEO of Epson myself, the hardcore enforcer in Mr. California, brother. I am the master of the mic, the one, the only, mouth of the West, GQ Money. Seamus. The Celtic Warrior. Yeah. Tune in to the Atomic Drop Show, where you will be powerbombed by Sid Vicious. And now, here are your hosts, Justin Todd and Kyle Cruz. You little punk ass Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another edition of the Atomic Drop Show, making our return. Well, I should correct that, making my return, of course. This is Kyle Cruz talking to you right now. But my esteemed co-host, Justin Time, apparently is feeling under the weather, so he's a little bit of a pussy because uh, this makes it, well, like the last few weeks that he hasn't been on the air. So, of course, I am here tonight by myself hosting the show, and I cannot tell you how excited I am to be finally co-hosting, or not even co-hosting, to finally be hosting by myself. And the hell is this? Uh, a little change uh, of plans, my friends. A little change of plans. Okay. This is uh, not the Atomic Drop Show. This is flipping it with Jimmy Z for an hour because I'm taking over. Oh, what the hell? Jimmy Z? Yeah, you got that right. You got that right, buddy. You got that right. You think you made your return? No, no, no. Some things changed the last couple weeks while you weren't around, okay? All right. And now that the other half, Mr. Justin Time, isn't around, I have been able to organize a full hostile takeover of the Atomic Drop Show. (laughs) <laughs> Wait a minute. All right. Did, so did, hold, hold uh, on a second. Hold on a second. So just get used to you being my co-host. Oh, fuck. Wait a minute. Hold on. Did Justin put you up to this? Because I swear to God, like, if he did, then I'm coming to get his ass. All right? Uh, who, 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 dude, really, no, like, I, what gives with it? No. It takes one smart man to pull it off, to, 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 uh, to confuse and to uh, manipulate two men of your stature, and uh, you have both been played. <laughs> oh yeah. Damn, I hate you. Jimmy. So. Damn, so, I hate you. Jimmy. Yeah, well, it's a good thing you're in California and I'm here in New York, or you know, we would have to organize uh, you permanently. Yeah. Well, it's it's great. It's great to be in this position again. The last time you weren't here, I was uh I decided to make a stop and uh create my own show for a night. But uh this time uh it's a uh, part duh. 
goddamn. See, apparently, when you did this show, uh, what, about a month ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, you know, I heard uh, some pretty good things here, but, um, what, huh? I didn't say nothing. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I, I, you know, I apparently heard some, 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 some good things about Justin, but then I heard from a lot of people that, that you suck. So hopefully you can keep up with me and hopefully you can hang with your boy from Cali tonight. Now, I need to get this out of the way. Um, once again, you're listening to the Atomic Drop Show with Kyle Cruz and Special. No, no, no. Correction. You're listening to Flipping It with Jimmy Z with yours truly, Jimmy Z. And some chump that names himself Kyle Cruz. So, like I said, listening to the Atomic Joshua, I refuse to call it what you just called it. So, the bottom line is that you need to join the show. For all of you listeners out there, go ahead and call us up. Area code 646-915-9116. Once again, call us up at area code 646-915-9116. And we have a lot to talk about tonight. Of course, we had the TLC pay-per-view come, uh, happening this past Sunday night, Raw last night. And, and oh, you got a, a new other... Twitter message. Somebody changed their status. <sighs> the hell is this so, all about? Apparently, we have more than one takeover here on the show because we just got a tweet from uh, my regular co-host, Justin Time. God, I, I can't catch a fucking break around here. Triple H14468 on Twitter if you want to follow him. Triple H, that's the the word, Triple H14468. And he says, and I quote, bronchitis sucks. Um, One thing for just in time, um, there is a thing called Hooked on Phonics, and it will, I believe, help you learn how to spell. So just before you post any embarrassing tweets on there, just you should probably learn how to spell first. But, uh, Why don't we just not talk about Justin Time because he really doesn't matter right now, okay? Because he's laid out the way he should be, okay? No, no business on this show anyways, okay? And let's not give him any more reasons to write Twitter messages, all right? And don't make me edge his ass and break his the goddamn computer like I did, like Edge did on, on the general manager, so I'll do it. <laughs> you know, I'd like to see that, actually. I really, really would. But, uh, you know, that's probably for another episode back in or, uh, you know, for another episode or some other time, like when I come back back up there early next year. But like I said, getting back to what we need to talk about here, lots of stuff going on in the wrestling world. WWE Raw last night was a fallout from TLC and uh, John Cena uh, have, having just a, a giant – celebration after vanquishing Nexus, or at least that it seems like what was happening here. And, uh, you know, John Cena was all smiles and everything last night on Raw. Jimmy, what'd you think about that? I think that their product is just phenomenal right now. I think other than, I think John Cena did a great job last night. I was a fan of all the different angles. Uh, the 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 thing they were showing off about was kind of weak. Not gonna lie, I mean these chairs fell on like a hard uh, whatever that dolly was over him 
So I didn't really see how that was supposed to, you know, it was one of those things where it was cool that it happened, but, and, like, a little kid would have thought that was awesome. But, like, I mean, the realisticness of the actual event and repeating it four different angles, I think, was a little much. I'm sure they could have picked something else better to to show four times, like Wade Barrett actually getting hit with something. Yeah, um, that whole scene at the end of the pay-per-view, I guess for those folks that didn't see it, um, the stage at the TLC had, you know, like a row of, of, of chairs hanging from the rafters, and there was, what, about, God, like 10, 12 chairs that were hanging, and John Cena pulled a row of these chairs from from the rafters down on top of uh, on top of this, this table or whatever that platform was that was laying on top of Wade Barrett. So um, I suppose in the moment it, it it made for a cool visual, but like you said, you know, just uh, all that stuff, like all the different angles and, and everything like that, it, it seemed like overkill there, but. You know, can't really disagree with you there. I agree, I agree. I will tell you one thing I am psyched about. is yes. coming next Tuesday. Coming next Tuesday, SmackDown will be recorded in Rochester, where Pure Truly, the host of the show, is from. Okay? And, um... Yeah, it's you'll, just in time, right? Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Listen, let Either snap out of fantasy land or just don't say anything, okay? One or the other. A or, a or B. A or B, all right, buddy? Now, like I was stating, everyone on this show will be able to feast your eye on this voice right here because I will be front row, camera angle. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say feast your eye on on this voice? Because how are you, how, how is anybody going to look at your voice? I'm just saying. Like, listen, if you're listen, with, listen if, you're, if you're not if you're not down with Jimmy Bonix, man, then you just need to hit the road. Jimmy Bonix. Yeah. All right. right. All right. All right. Okay. So we 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 have to figure out we have to figure out what half the brothers in the hood are saying half the time. So I got my own Bonix. All right. Oh, you got a new Twitter message. Somebody changed their status. I swear, this isn't me doing it. Apparently, there is another tweet from Justin Time who uh, says, and I quote, I have an iPod touch for all my tweets, and I'm in the safety of my house overhearing the show. It takes a lot to take out, Justin. Wait a minute. Damn it. Justin, if you're typing this, like, please, if you're hearing this, please, like, copy, edit your damn text or, or your damn tweets. I, I'm going to say this one more time. It takes a lot. I'm going to say it as he wrote it, damn it. And I quote, I have an iPod touch for all my tweets, and I'm in the safety of my house overhearing the show. It takes a lot to out Justin down. That's what it says. So, Justin, you're an idiot. So go ahead. Yeah. I don't I don't like agreeing with you, but I I don't think I have a choice in the in, in this aspect right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm sad I'm sad and I'm sad and to say it hurts to agree with you. Uh, oh, oh well. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. So yeah, so like you were saying, next Tuesday night, SmackDown will be recorded in Rochester, right? I got front row seats, motherfuckers. 
camera wait, angle. Wait, so you're gonna see, wait, so we're gonna see you on TV next Friday night and next Tuesday night for uh for yeah. most importantly NXT, right? Are we're, we're gonna see you next week. You're gonna see me next week. Which well, means which means I have to figure out what I'm wearing, so you guys know who I am. No, no. Here is what you're gonna do. You're, you're gonna go right now to yeah, you, Cafe you, Press. You, 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 you know what? You know, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Hold on a second. No, nobody what? told you that you can talk on my show. Okay. Damn it, it's my show. No, nobody you're, told you're, you. Nobody told you you can talk on my show. Okay, you're on flipping it with Jimmy Z right now. Get used to it. Learn to like it. Woo! Are you done? You can talk now. I can I mean I'm you know kind of actually tired of arguing with you. What you need to do is go to cafepress.com/slash/atomicdropshow and buy one of our damn T-shirts or like red polo T-shirts or. Something like that, and represent. Why would I want? Why would I want to wear that crap? Okay, when I got my own show. Look, I don't see any flipping it with Jimmy Z T-shirts anywhere. Look, I went to your fine establishment, which, by the way, despite the fact that you're kind of an asshole, uh, you do make some pretty good food. But other than that, you know. I went to your place, and you had all of your other T-shirts for sale and everything like that. You know, I, not not a single one did did I see in, any sort of flipping it with Jimmy Z T-shirts. So uh, I think that in order to pay us back for, for us giving you that initial airtime, you need to pay us back and advertise our show. Both wear our shirt and bring a sign that says, you know, someone do the atomic job or, or something like that, all right? That's what you need to do. Well, and that is—I should bring some atomic drop. I should bring some atomic drop toilet paper in case I need some backup to wipe my ass. God, you're fucking dick. You're a dick. <laughs> so like yeah, you, can talk, you, you can talk it, now. Go ahead. God, if you want to get in on this. Conversation. You could please, please, God, call us up. Area code 646-915-9116. Once again, the number is area code 646-915-9116. Now, also, besides, besides uh, John Cena defeating Wade Barrett and apparently getting rid of Nexus, at least for the time being, we also saw the crowning of a new world heavyweight champion in Edge, uh, Jimmy. Your thoughts about Edge becoming, what, ten times... World Heavyweight Champion. Well, I think Edge being World Heavyweight Champion is awesome. Uh, Kane, great worker. He's yeah. a man, pretty much. Oh, yeah, right. But I just don't think he has enough to carry the belt. I think that's exactly what it is. He's a great worker. Uh, you know, but his time was due. Um, and... I think they did a great storyline with him and Edge. Um, you know, overall, for the first time in a very long time, there was there, last night there was truly a reason to buy a pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Uh, but I, fortunately, like everybody else, probably streamed it offline for free, motherfuckers. 
Dude, I didn't even do that. So you, you're actually one up on me right now. So uh, congratulations. So you're, so, so, so you're, you're, you're dumbass I'm what? pays for it. Did you no, pay for I, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, actually paid for it. Oh, and how much was that? Uh, fifty-five dollars. It was fifty-five dollars. So you got it. You got it. You, you, you got it. Oh, you got it. Well, at least you got it in an HD. Yeah. Yeah. At least you got it in HD. I did, but I still feel like it because this shit did not feel like it was worth the fifty the fifty five dollars. I wasn't entertained by the show at all. Like it seemed like these gimmicks were just like too damn much. So, um, I, I'm taking it that you enjoy the show. Uh, well, I watched bits and pieces myself because I was working, um, but. I just thought I just think everything going up to it was good, and um, the parts I did see were good. Um, and I think Raw last night was pretty awesome. You know what I mean? I just uh, you know I, I think they uh, they just all got their shit together. I mean, for a while there, like the only entertaining thing they had was Santino Morella. You know what I mean? And now he was just like the begin like he's just like a piece of the puzzle right now of why you came to come see the show. You know, and um, you know. I just think that that's why, like, that's why the first time, I've been to over 40 live shows in my lifetime. My first house show ever was uh, Macho Man versus a Million Dollar Man for the World Heavyweight Championship during the tour that they had after WrestleMania 4. That's, like, my first house, the first show I ever went to. And I've been going to them ever since, you know. Ended up seeing Hulk Hogan, the taping for for superstars, where where uh, Kurt Henning, and this is where I understood wrestling in 1991 at 10 years old. Kurt Henning beats the Texas Tornado in front of me, and then a couple of days later on, on Survivor Series, which used to be on Thanksgiving Eve, which used to kick ass, um, you saw Texas Tornado come out with the belt. I'm like, wait a minute, I just saw him beat him, but then it came came to the, you know, just I understood at the at that point that like you know they basically recorded like a whole month's worth of you know episodes of Superstars that aired at noon every Saturday, you know. And it was really cool to see my first show with, like, the actual, like, you know, professional lights and the old-school WWF background, low, you know, light right where the, where they came out. And uh, it was just, like, really neat, you know, and just and seeing it little by little. And then ended up seeing WrestleMania a couple of years ago, got my WrestleMania tickets this year, and said to myself, this product has not been this good in a real, real long time. And I think it's time to step up and get some front-row seats and, that's exactly what happens. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did you just say you got WrestleMania tickets? Oh yeah, really good ones mean, too, actually. Wait, so you're going to to WrestleMania? WrestleMania twenty seven. Did I stutter? I'm making sure. I'm just okay. making sure of what I heard that okay. you're going to WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm going down to Georgia, man, and believe me, I'm going to be hanging out with all my ninjas there because I heard the strip going there got some big-ass booties. Ooh, you got a new Twitter message. Somebody changed their status. Wow. Way to kill the um, You know, uh, Justin is always on time, no pun intended, with these tweets. He actually... Just had two. Um, let me go ahead and read these both. Triple H one four four six eight on Twitter. He says, and I quote, "No grammar edit on the touch." And the bomb dropper song is still available 
at Cafe Press. So, um, yeah, if you don't know what the uh, Bomb Dropper song is, you should probably check it out. And he just te- uh, he also just tweeted this as well, a retweet from the CM Punk account that says, Santa has diabetes. Jimmy, your thoughts? About the big man. That I don't has... give it. I I I don't care. I don't. I'm not gonna. I I refuse to even stoop to the level of, of even commenting on these, on these worthless tweets, of a gentleman that, used to host this show. So, let me ask you something. What is more useless, Justin Times tweets or the anonymous general manager's emails? I think the emails have actually evolved themselves to genius. I think the emails are awesome. All right, so uh, it's been a minute since I've heard your opinion on this, even though I'm sure that you would probably just tell me anyway if I didn't ask. But uh, talk has died down considerably since this whole anonymous GM thing started. Uh, do you have any clue? What, what, what died Several down? months in who it is. What died down? The talk of, of, of who it might be. So who do you think is anonymous GM at this point? I mean, right oh, now it's really. I, 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 no, I don't. Th- th- no, yeah, but I can. Th- th- nobody. I mean, really, we, really, the, that part will be written in when it's ready to be written in. I mean, in all reality and all realistic, like I don't think, I don't think you can't put, or you honestly cannot put a face on the, the Nazi general manager from 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 you know from the beginning till now because I don't think there's any one person that you know. You know, if it's a new character, then maybe they'll be able to do something. But uh, if it's like some older character, I can't see how they can put everything on the, on one person. I mean, I don't know if I'm. I hope I'm making some sense right now for you. I'm calling right now. It's Abraham Washington. I was gonna say Abraham Washington, um, but I don't. Unless. I don't know, unless you've got some hidden talent where they can throw him in such a big role off the bat, I don't know if he has. I don't, I, I, you know, what, what seems to be happening right now is they're not dropping the ball with much. Everything they've been doing has actually, like, turned into gold, I think. Uh, I think uh, I think the whole product has evolved itself as a PG-rated show, um, you know, and I think that, um, and you know what it is, too? Being like a good friend of mine has like uh, an 11, I think 11 or 12 year old, 13, something like that. I think no, probably 11 or 12 year old kid. And like he tells me like my kid goes crazy when the Nexus comes out. Like he hates Wade Barrett. You know, he hates this person. He loves that person. So I was like, you know, and I remember going nuts over these characters when I was a kid and saying, oh, these guys got nothing on those guys. Well, to a, a little kid right now, these people are, have the same you know, stature as the the people we looked up to when we were their age. So you got to give it up for you know. And when you look at it from that aspect, you're like, this. They're actually they're they're putting on a really quality show. Um. You know, and uh, you know, I just think that I don't even know what the hell we were talking about. To be honest with you, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You 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 are just the king of just changing the conversation. Just, just freaking mid-speech. I don't understand well, where that's you're what happens, coming from. That's what happens when you run the joint, okay? But you don't run the damn joint. Listen, man. Read the words that are, or listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. Hostile takeover. 
comic drop show gets spray painted over with a flipping it with Jimmy Z. When you come out with T-shirts that say flipping it with with Jimmy Z, just like the NWO did, then I will take you a little bit more seriously. But up until that point, I ain't listening to shit. If you weren't in California right now, you'd have flipping it with Jimmy Z spray painted on your back, just like everybody else that got in the NWO's way, since you want to bring up the we, NWO. We, we, we are sidetracking, which is probably part of the course for the show, but i got to ask you, too. Getting back to the wrestling front here, we've already talked about John Cena, Wade Barrett, Edge, becoming new World Heavyweight Champion. Let's talk about the other world title, the WWE Championship, The Miz, retaining against Randy Orton in a tables match for the WWE title this past night on, or, or at the TLC pay-per-view. Um, the Miz, what, he's, what, two, two or three weeks into his title reign. Um, your evaluation so far of The Miz and his first title reign. The Has Miz he been is not, is blocked? The Miz, Has he been good? What you the think? Miz, well, the Miz is not going to lose that title anytime soon, I can tell you that. Okay. What makes you so confident Miz, about that? Miz has that aura. And the crowd loves it, and his, his mic skills and everything put together. Mills, Miz is the first person I think since, uh, in, in my opinion, and this is one of those things where this is strictly my opinion. Uh, I think Miz is, has one of those like became champion auras, just like Stone Cold when he had when he finally became champion. Okay, I think the Miz is not going to lose that title anytime soon, and if if they know what's good for them, which they obviously up until now know. And McMahon's not an idiot. He's one. Uh, he's he's one of the very few people I look up to. Okay, um, he will not take the belt off of the Miz. Alex Riley is playing his role. The Miz is playing his role. It's like a mixture of Stone Cold's aura and Ric Flair walking out with Mr. Perfect as executive consultant. It's a beauty. So you don't think that the Miz is going to lose that title anytime soon? Your prediction. Does Miz walk in to WrestleMania 27 as champion? What month are we? This is uh, December. It's December. January, February, March, three months. Man, when's the last time someone's been champion for three months in a row? Can you help me out there? Randy Orton was champion for... About th- three months before he uh, lost the belt, I believe he won it at uh, Night of Champions. That was September, October, November, December. Um, but that was at the beginning of December, so pretty much he held it three months. So your point has been proven wrong. So uh, what's your point? I'm asking a question, this man. Let's not, get, let's, not get, let's not get so defensive over here. Wait a uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, listen, yes, the question I'm answering it, so like, don't be so rude, okay? All right. Um, if I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Miz is gonna go and in, go into WrestleMania as champion, yeah. If not, and, and you know what, and, and and you know what, if I do lose that, I'll come with a close second. If he's not going in as champion, he's going out as champion. So you think that? Hypothetical situation here. Of course, John Morrison defeated Sheamus at TLC. I don't think in, anybody is actually, you know, 
anybody is actually thinking that uh, Morrison is going to win the title here. But let's say if Morrison does, does not happen, say, not, not happening. Well, can I complete my damn scenario here? Does Miz perhaps win the Royal Rumble? No? Does Miz win the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Does he win the Royal Rumble? And does he go on to face either Morrison or Edge or somebody else for a title at WrestleMania? Cena's going to win the Rumble. Cena wins the Rumble. All right, and then where's he go? Does he go on to face Miz for the title or what? Well, you know, you're uh, getting me with uh, these, you know, all these unexpected questions here. Um, wait, wait, wait. This is your show, so you got to be prepared to, to field any sort of damn question that is aimed your way. So, you know, live up to your damn title. Live up to your namesake. So, this is, it so, so, so since this is my show, I do, it the hell I, I do what the hell I want, okay? So you shut the hell up. Well, they ask the damn question. Then I'll shut up. Why don't you uh, repeat that question for me again, please? You know what? Oh, you I, got I, a I, new Twitter message. Somebody changed their status. And now Justin Times, lame ass, has another tweet. He says, and I quote, <laughs> uh, I believe, Jimmy, this is aimed at you, and I quote, if this is a takeover, where is David Arquette as WCW champ? Because this show is sinking. Night of Champions was September 19th, my birthday. So, uh, there you go. I believe that was a not-so-subtle shot from a regular co-host here just in time towards you and your attempted uh, hostile takeover. You mean Mr. Old News, Justin, in time. And uh, as far as sinking, you know, the only thing that's sinking right now is him in his bed. Because he's sick and he doesn't feel good. Is that really the best comeback that you can think of right now? I don't need a comeback. I'm just telling you how it is. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, um, also, last night on Raw, we saw a match that I was looking forward to for the past with God, I can't even tell you how long. Uh, several months here, but they gave it away with absolutely no hype. The Daniel Bryan versus William Regal match. Of course, Daniel Bryan, the U.S. champion, title was not on the line here, but the match went only, what, like four minutes. So these guys got no time, um, even though they could have done so much more with a, just even a little bit more time. What would you think of that match, dude? I'll be honest with you, I wasn't really even paying attention to that match. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty what serious. Kind of, wait, wait, wait. What kind of broadcast journalist, what kind of hostile takeover are you, are you trying to accomplish when you don't even watch the damn product? What the hell is that about? I was distracted by a woman, dude, on my couch. I won't go into any more details. What do you want from me? At this point, I actually want details. Can't even talk about it on the air, man. Well, wait a minute. You're the boss here, so why can't you talk about it on the air? I'm just saying. I, I mean, you, 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 uh, 
You're the boss, so you can dictate, you know, what is allowed on the air. So why don't you just expose everything right here? Because I'll be exposing myself, and it's not going to happen. Yeah, we don't want you to expose yourself. Exactly. Not good for ratings. See, no. I'm, well, see, well I've come you to, being I've on come the to, show I've, isn't good for ratings, either. I've, I've, I've come to pick the ratings up over here since, uh, on an average, it's uh, horrible. Yeah, you're just like Hulk Hogan and TNA, raising the bar. Hell, speaking of TNA, might might as well get in, into it since, uh, you know, you're the ultimate TNA connoisseur here. What did you think of uh, TNA this past week? Oh, it's horrible. It's the whole thing is horrible. Like they, it's horrible. I don't, I don't, I, I don't even know how they're gonna regroup to become to become average from where they are right now. That's how bad it is. Horrible. What's so bad Pathetic. about it? What's so bad about it? It sucks. <laughs> like I can't even get in. I, I, I don't. It's not even worth my time to explain how bad it is, other than in, and other than simplifying it and not complicating it by saying well, it sucks. Well, instead of being so negative, uh, what can they do to become better? Like, I, I mean, what 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 else is there that they can do? I mean, they already have a nice roster and everything like that. They have, you know, these two guys. At, at, at the top of the card, Mr. Anderson and Matt Morgan here. Really, what do they need to do to, uh, in your opinion, uh, stop sucking? Um, that would be something that I wouldn't touch with a ten foot pole. Uh, that that's how bad it is. I mean, in all honesty, I I I, I can't. I have no suggestions for them. They, they like they like I've got I've watched in the point I've gotten to the point where I've seen so much crap in the late in the, within the last couple of months is that I don't think I it's getting to the point where I don't some of these people don't even belong in the restaurant and or in, in in the wrestling business you know yeah wait wait in the restaurant business wait a minute J- Jimmy why don't you go back to the restaurant business and you know just leave our show alone and you can go back to to, to doing what doing what it is that you do best. And that's making fantastic five-star plates. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Listen, you know what? Came on to the show to enjoy myself, okay? So... At the expense of both co-hosts and all of the listeners out there, yes. Fantastic. Great job. Okay. All right. So, the rest of the show, just want to increase the peace, keep it positive. I'll 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 just I'll just you know chill out. I'll be your co-host, okay, and I'll give the crybaby what he wants. And uh, speaking of crybabies, oh, you got a new Twitter message. Somebody changed their status. We have another tweet from Mr. Justin Time. He says, and I quote. Uh, our producer, Frank Episode, is very pissed at Jimmy Z. He will pay for his inception of the show. Unquote. So, um, there you go. Apparently, Jimmy, you have some sort of hell to pay for an 
interfering in the show tonight. So that's all you. Uh, I'm not really worried about that comment. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, um, just wanted to get your opinion since you talked about TNA already and and how much it, it sucked and everything like that. Um, let's go back to Raw here. I know that you said that you were distracted uh, by other things going on I on your couch. The, I, I saw, I, listen, I saw the main Corby. He comes out with the Bella Twins. All right, he ends up winning. He gets kisses on the cheek. You know, great night. Yeah. But he beat William Regal in a match that went four minutes that nobody could really care about. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you you basically got the gist of it. So, Jimmy, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you. Where are you right now? Are are like are where, are are you at the Casa de Jimmy Z or are you like? I'm at, on my couch. I'm on my couch watching. I'm on my on my couch watching SmackDown. All right. Well, you know, hell, I don't get the uh, I don't get the East Coast seat out here. I do have to wait until. Nine o'clock my time, which will end up being midnight over there. So, what have you seen so far? What's going on on SmackDown since I can't see it right now? Um. Well, I think you should just like wait till nine o'clock and you know see what's going on. You know, dude, I'm asking you. Like, you you're going to do this takeover? Come on, man. I, I I gave up the takeover, man. I'm your co-host. I said. Well. Now this is simple banter back and forth. Like, what's going on? Like, what's on your screen right now? Like, can you tell me who's on your screen right now? Uh, they've only re- they started off with the Miz and and Orton and you know like it was a good match. I couldn't tell you how long it was. Um, you know, and then they just went into replay shit, and then uh, and then uh, Big Show came out as a Santa Claus, and I actually DVR'd it myself, so I didn't start it right at nine, and that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Yeah, but one thing I am looking forward to is Vicky Guerrero coming out because I thought that segment, I think it was awesome. That the, the crowd being involved the way they were, I just thought it was like the best part of Raw, in my opinion. And I actually wanted to ask you about that too because you know, yeah, that segment was pretty cool for all of the heat that the segment garnered and everything like that. But um, to me, it seemed to drag a little bit. It went a little long. Um, also, wanted to get your opinion on this, too. What do you think about the incessant uh, fat jokes that they were doing on Vicky? Because, uh, I mean, I'm not necessarily sensitive to that, but I don't really think that she's all that fat. In fact, I would actually think she'd get it. But your thoughts, I mean, like, what what, what, what what'd you think about that? That part of the I, segment. I, 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 I like the whole part. I like the whole thing. I do like the fat jokes uh, just because, like, she has lost weight, and it's obviously noticeable, but they're making her very, you know, very, uh, you know, uh, conscious about her weight and stuff like that, and she's playing the role real well, and the crowd loves it. So I think I, I, I judge performances and things they do based on crowd reaction. And I mean, for the crowd to sit there and boo every time, usually their stuff dies down. 
it's really the crowd that dragged that segment out, and it was the crowd segment, and I think it was awesome. I hadn't, I hadn't seen anything like that in a while, and it was nothing to do with Vicky Guerrero or anything. That whole segment was all about the crowd and their involvement and them dragging it on, and it, like, taking, I guarantee you, it took everybody, everybody by surprise because I don't, to, to my knowledge, I don't think the crowd has ever gone over her talk or booing like that, and if they have done it, they haven't done it for a long time. I mean, you can help me out there. Uh, no, I actually do not remember the crowd ever reacting to yeah. Vicky like that at all. Um, well, I thought that you know, was groundbreaking. Absolutely. You know, uh, uh, John Cena talked about that being a raw moment. And, you know, I think in in the in the days of a PG era, I think that this would be one of, of the moments where it's like, all right, this kind of stands out because the uh, reaction was just so fantastic. Uh, but I suppose I've been thinking about this for like the past month or so. All right. Vicky Guerrero has an insane amount of heat. Like she, people just love to hate her and that's fine. Oh, it, it started with her. Excuse me. I mean, the crowd went nuts over that. You know what I mean? So it's uh, you know it's just it's great, and I I, th- I think she's I think she's one of the great women on the mic, in you know she just does a great job, and like you know, in uh, for I mean obviously look what she had the crowd do to her last night. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah, she she gets fantastic heat for herself, but do you think that it, it kind of goes uh, or or it hurts Dolph Ziggler at all because, you know, Vicky is getting all of the heat. And I don't think that that heat is really carrying over from Vicky to Dolph. And so um, do you think that this is hurting Ziggler at all? No. No, I think they're playing the role exactly what they want them to play. I mean, you got, you know, you got the, uh, you know, the typical manager. What she really is is like a different version of a manager, you know, that take the mic, do most of the talking, and, you know, become, you know, and, you know, evolve themselves as a star. Now, Dolph is going to, it was was mid-card up until now, and I think he still is mid-card. Um, he's, they're trying to let Vicky carry him, not carry him in a way, but kind of spark him to see if he can become more than what he is. And I think what's going to end up happening is that's going to be uh, Dolph's reaction when when he's tired of dating her. I mean, obviously, he's, you know, that, you know, just like, you know, you know how they did with Edge. Edge really was just trying to get places. You know, I mean, uh, Dolph, I think, um, you know, I don't, I mean, is it because of her that he became Intercontinental Champion? Is that That's a good question. I don't even know that answer. I believe she did in, interfere, and uh, I, yeah. I think that she is the reason why he's in her company. Yeah. So I mean, obviously he was he was getting he was job after job after job until she came along. So what she she can't do anything but help him. Not, there's no way she's holding him back. He wasn't going anywhere by himself. I suppose that's true. I I, I guess. Um, I suppose little heat by association is better than none, which Dolph was getting this time, you know, 
a year ago. So I guess I can't disagree with you too much. Um, just on the news front, the raw rating for last night was apparently a 3.35,163,000 viewers for that particular episode, which was the highest that the show has done in weeks. So perhaps the curiosity factor of people just wondering what happened at TLC, um, whatever it was, a lot more people tuned in last night than they have in the past few weeks. So I guess that's a good sign for WWE there. Now, Jimmy. Did you also hear this news that your favorite Hulk Hogan is back in the hospital? I didn't hear about that. I heard he got married to someone that looks like his daughter. That's all I heard. Yeah, when <laughs> when I initially saw Hogan's new wife, I, I thought, oh, wow, that's her daughter. I mean, that's his daughter. I, I didn't well, – I thought that incest was illegal. But uh, no, apparently it's it, it's some other check. But uh, this, I'm gonna read this report. Uh, sources: RadarOnline.com. Uh, Hulk Hogan checked into a Tampa Bay, a Tampa area hospital for surgery on his back early Tuesday morning. Source told RadarOnline.com exclusively that Hogan is quote attempting to stabilize his back problems, which have grown worse recently. The idea is to look for real solution because of the ongoing wear and tear. It says. The wrestler will be in the hospital during the Christmas holiday, and he could be released as early as New Year's Day. So, yeah, your favorite wrestler of all time, Hulk Hogan, in the hospital. My favorite wrestler of all time, Hulk Hogan? Yeah. I know you love him. Well, yeah. Don't you try to deny it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like him right now. I think I I I I don't like him at all right now. I mean, to deny right, well, what he's done, what he's done, and and his stature, and him obviously being, you know, if there was a legit top fifty wrestlers of all time, you know, overall, uh, I mean, no, no, nobody can put Hulk Hogan, nobody can put anybody over Hulk Hogan. By the way, speaking of a top fifty, I was given the WWE's. Uh, let's see. It's it's right here in front of me. They call it the WWE Top 50 Superstars of All Time list. And Hulk Hogan is, is what, like, is number 18 on this list? It's yeah, something, like, that's, pretty awful. That's, yeah, uh, yeah I, I saw that list, like, a month ago. I thought it was brutal. I, I couldn't believe it. You know what? Let let me bring, bring up this, this, uh, this Top 50, because this is pretty ridiculous. Um, I haven't I haven't um, looked at the DVD yet because I was given this on, I believe it was Friday, and I haven't popped it in yet. But, like, it's – this is pretty damn bad. This is pretty bad. Hold on one second. Go ahead and, and – uh, and, and Go ahead. No, I was, I was just about to say, just go in like – just I'm trying to – Bring up the list because there's just – I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with a lot of the names on the list, just where they're placed. Like, you obviously have, you know, have uh, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Rey Mysterio, Triple H, Edge on there, um, John Cena, Jerry the King Lawler. Big Show's on there, Eddie Guerrero. Um, surprisingly, there's no Chris Benoit. I'm surprised at that. 
No, well, I'm not surprised at that. No, like, he, he's he's top 20 at least. Yeah, but I'm not surprised he's not on there. Yeah, well. All right. All right. So, here's, here's just the top 10. Only the top 10. From 10 on up. 10, Roddy Roddy Piper. 9, Rey Mysterio. 8, Andre the Giant. 7, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Number 6, Harley Race. Number 5, The Rock. Number 4, Bret Hart. 3, Steve Austin. Number 2, The Undertaker. Number 1, Shawn Michaels. Any problems, any any qualms about that list that you heard in its order? Well, anything I heard was 10 people that are still loyal to McMahon. Exactly. And when you go down that list, well, okay, 11, Eddie Guerrero, 12, Triple H, 13, Gorgeous George. Um, I don't know how he got so high on that list. But, I mean, you know. What number is Ric Flair? Ric Flair, Ric Flair is. Ric Flair is number 17. Yeah, no. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Ric, Ric Flair is in a tie with with Dusty Rhodes for number 17. Yeah, no. Um, I think legitimately top three superstars of all time, obviously, are um, – uh, I wouldn't even go top four. Um, you got okay. Hulk Hogan. Oh, guy right here. Okay. Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, and then you got to put Stone Cold after after Michaels. And then who's the number four? I just said that. I said four: by Hogan, Flair, Stone Cold, and Michaels. I thought Flair oh, no, was. I'm sorry. Flair is number two. Shawn Michaels is number three, and then Stone Cold would be number four. Okay, all right, so Hogan, Flair, Michaels, then Austin. Well, look, uh, here's the thing about it, because there isn't any sort of criteria on this on this list, because, you know, I think that just people that, that meant that much to the business in general, yeah, Hogan, then Flair, Michaels would probably be on – he he he'd probably be ninth or tenth, like in the entire business. But in WWE, just 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 them, just specifically, Sean's not that high on the list. You know, Flair number two, um, Ho- Hogan one, Austin three. I would say The Rock four, Taker five. I, I don't know. It, 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 this is just kind of a crappy list. I can't even. I can't even really justify it. It's it's just it's, not a good list. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, that's one thing that I that I never that I don't give props to McMahon on is, you know what? Uh, doesn't matter. You know what? You, you I, I I'm the type that kills with kindness, and huh. to sit there, to sit there and um you know why not give them the acknowledgement they deserve because right now they're not doing anything. Yeah, they're yeah they're not with you and they are against you, but. They they can't get out of their own way, so they're doing nothing but helping you, whether they're with you or against you. So there's just no reason not to give them the stature they deserve if you're gonna if you're gonna do something like that. You know what I mean? To to give it some type some type of legitimacy. You know, you know. I mean, he's done a good job of making the the, the WWE Hall of Fame like 
the fake Hall of Fame because it's really whoever McMahon likes. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and you know, it's just it's it's uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's the one part that I never uh, I, I never uh, you know you know never saw eye to eye with you know how, how they operate. Yeah. Um. You know, things like this top fifty list and and you know like the Hall of Fame. All it is 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 just whomever is in Vince McMahon's good graces will get the rec- the recognition that um, some feel that they deserve, others feel that they might not even deserve that. So I don't know. It, it, it's always you know you take these things with a grain of salt because you know this is certainly not a transparent process of how they determine this list and how they determine Hall of Fame interest. Hell, speaking of the Hall of Fame, since you're going to WrestleMania and all that crap, yeah, it's, it's in right. Atlanta. Oh, and, and my seats are banging too, homie. Where are you sitting at? I have, oh, once again, camera angle uh, elevated on the field. And how, how much did you, uh, how much did you drop on these tickets? I'm just curious. Well, the tickets to WrestleMania, I did get them at face value online. I mean, I did. I I tried three different ways, three three or four different times via t- Ticketmaster trying to get tickets, and I didn't really like where they were. So then I finally got, uh, you know, I I I don't know what I did, but I ended up getting like a camera angle, like right in front of, the, like looking at the ring, um, and I think I'm like the. Le- Fifth or sixth last row before the before the wall where where the where the where the football field ends on the sideline. So I'm pretty much, you know, I'm, I pretty much got a real banging view. I think they retailed. They were somewhere in like the after everything, like I think like two upper twos, like two sixty, two seventy, two eighty, something like that a piece. So do you have an extra two eighty in your account because uh, your favorite co-host would uh, like to join you at WrestleMania next year? So do you think you might have that in your budget or no? Because you could always just like uh, you 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 could sell a, a few extra plates and uh, help send your boy out from California down to uh, down to Hotlanta. Yeah, I could. But will you? I'll be asking again in a week. Trust me, I will. <laughs> also, there was a report that came out last night, which, you know, we've heard this report many, many times, but apparently the WWE is ending the brand extension. Officials within WWE have revealed that the company is doing away with their brand extension, but only for the time being. It is not expected to return until after WrestleMania, and as a result... Stars from both Raw and SmackDown will appear on both shows a lot more in the coming months. Uh, case in point, the SmackDown show that's going down right now. Uh, Jimmy, do you care that this brand, this brand extension, which really hasn't had any sort of clout for the past five years, is finally ending? You know, this, I, I heard something about that, I think, but I I, I didn't, wasn't really paying attention, so this is kind of news to me. I didn't know that they were going to end the brand. Um, I, you know what? I, I like it better because I think I think what they've done is actually I think they've downsized. Um, now I think that in order to do that, they obviously have to have a plan. Uh, they obviously have to have some some good storylines uh, to not have two different shows. Um, and to have it twice a week, 
So I'm actually pretty interested in seeing where they're going. I think it's going to be a make or break. I think it's either going to they're either they got something up their sleeve that's going to kick ass, or um, they're going to find some way to you know to make it dull again. Well, I mean, now you already see just the natural crossover between Raw and SmackDown. I mean, just even starting with the announcers and such, Michael Cole is now on uh, SmackDown, and he has been for the past uh, about a month or so. Uh, yeah, and, it, and, 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 and it's worked. It's definitely worked. That's what I'm saying. So hopefully they have some some more storylines, you know, to make things going. But I do like to see that. I, I do like that I, see, I can watch Santino twice a week. You know what I mean? I do enjoy that. But like I said, the big question is, is that is all that going to get old? I mean, this is all nice and fresh now, but... You know, I I, th- I think like I said, they 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 if, in order for it to su- succeed, they're they're gonna have to, uh, you know, they're gonna have to have some you know some some pretty quality storylines. You know that your show is in trouble when your lead analyst is talking about how much he loves Santino and, and that being a highlight of the show. That's when you know that your show is in trouble. But otherwise, otherwise, you talk about you know. Will this be fresh in, you know, in a few months? Well, the problem is, you know, while while you think that the Fed really can't miss right now, um, a lot of people are having the opposite reaction. They they don't think that the Fed is doing just all that great right now. I mean, it's decent stuff, but it's nothing to really get excited over. And I guess in – WWE's mind, they thought, well, if we end in the brand extension, then we can create some, some fresh, new, compelling matchups now. Uh, so I think that they felt that this was needed to be, that this needed to be done because things as they were right now were pretty stale. Uh, that might that might be the case. I guess my opinion. That's why I, I have my opinion. My opinion only. I. I, I, I'm very, I'm very uh, happy, and I, and I think the product's really, you know, really good. And a couple other people that I know, you know, on a personal level that I see, you know, we talk about it. And really, like the only complaint I think that we even had jointly from last week was the bullshit slammy that Cena got uh, versus Andy, Ro- Andy or Randy Orton's, uh, you know, RKO on Evan Bourne was was obviously the, the dead winner, but you know. Because Cena was part of the storyline for the night, he's going to win the Slammy, you know. You know, let's also talk about the Slammy since we weren't on last weekend. I know we we have uh, about a minute and a half to go in the show, but let's talk about just you know what what um what did you think of the Slammys and uh, aside from that utter robbery, even though we all know that this thing is a work of uh, of Randy Orton's shooting star KO. Uh, what did you think of the awards and everything that happened on Raw last week? Um, I, I once again I thought last week was a good show too. I can't really I can't really um, unless like I said I can't really remember detail for detail from last week. But um, I mean if you were to like I said give me some pointers I'd give you my opinion. But with a month with a, a minute and a half left I don't see that happening. Uh, John John Cena, I believe, winning Superstar of the Year. Um, let's I think see. John Cena beating the crap out of the, I, the David Otonga thing. I think was awesome. <laughs> Fantastic! Fantastic! Uh, let's see. Um, what are you laughing? Oh at? God! Huh? What? What are, you, what are you laughing at? Um, am I not allowed to laugh? Really? Like? 
Am I not allowed to laugh? Apparently not. Folks, we are about to go live, go off of the air live here on Blogs Radio. But for all of you folks on, on the archive, stay tuned because the after show is coming up next. We'll see you next week. So, Jimmy, are you there? Oh, yeah. Okay. I just found all of the Slammy Awards from uh, last weekend, or last minute, I should say. There's a lot of these. So I'm going to just go through these, uh, through through the ones that um, were on the air. Shocker of the Year, the debut of Nexus. Was that the Shocker of the Year for you? Uh, no, I thought the next was. I think. I think. I think that was. Uh, I, I think thought they were pretty much on point there. Okay, the Despicable Me Award. CM Punk sings Happy Birthday to Rey Mysterio's daughter. The options. Yeah. The options. Yeah. Uh, the options were Vince McMahon attacks Bret Hart, Drew, um, Drew McIntyre embarrasses Teddy Long, and Kane buries the Undertaker alive. So I think that was pretty much cool. Uh, the best guest star, Pee Wee Herman, came down to Pee Wee. Mike Tyson, Wayne Brady, and William Shatner. So, um, I I I, thought, I think they picked the best ones out of them. I mean, it I think William Shatner did a great job. Uh, but no, I think Pee Wee was pretty entertaining. I think I think he had it. Um, there is the uh, and I quote, uh, "Holy shit, move of the year." John Cena sends Batista through to the stage. Of course, we talked about that one. The uh, other options were were the, the Randy Orton RKO to uh, Evan Bourne. John Morrison dives off of the set onto Dan O'Brien and The Miz, and Kofi Kingston hits Drew McIntyre with a leg drop ladder through the announce table. So I think we're both in agreement there that Randy Orton should have won for his RKO, right? Oh, yeah. All right. See, the O-snap meltdown of the year. Batista quits WWE. Alberto Del Rio injures Remus arms with a steel chair. Big Show des- destroys Jack Swagger's trophies, and Edge destroys the Raw GM's computer. I think Edge won. Uh, yeah, yeah. Knucklehead moment of the year. Lake Cool gets beaten up by Mae Young. Big Show unmasks a bald CM Punk. Beth Phoenix eliminates the great colleague from the Rumble. And Santino gets outdanced by Vladimir Kozlov. Lake Cool and Mae Young apparently... Got that one. Yeah, what, so who, who was announcing that when they messed it up? It um, was William Regal and JTG. Yeah, they JTG presented the award. Yeah, yeah, he screwed that one up. You know, how long is he gonna have a job? Like, I, I, I really don't mean to like They're giving him a, a a new push. I mean, he had a segment on on SmackDown last week. I thought that I thought that segment was awesome. Maybe you and the Fed see something in him that I don't because I'm not sure. Uh, JTG, oh no, I, JTG no, I don't think that, I, I don't. I overall don't like him either. I I don't like him at all. But I think that his segment was pretty good. Last that he had uh, whatever it was called, that he had a segment on uh, on, uh, on on Friday. I thought it was pretty good. What 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 about him don't you like? Uh, I just don't. I I don't. I don't like. I I think. I think his uh I think his character is just a little little too much sometimes. Um a little too fake sometimes. Um 
And uh, but I like I said, I think they did. I, I don't like I said the segment they had was good, but I just think I, I yeah I don't I don't I'm surprised that they even gave him a segment, but I was impressed with it and see if they go somewhere with him because I like I said with you I'm with you on that one I don't know why the hell he has a job. The and I quote line of the year goes to Michael Cole. Obviously. The WWE Diva, there you go. The, the WWE Diva of the Year, Michelle McCool. Don't know about all that one. Superstar of the Year, John Cena, who beat out Randy Orton, Edge, Rey Mysterio, Kane, and The Miz. So John Cena, Superstar of the Year, big snoozer. Obviously. And the moment of the year. Chris Jericho versus Edge at WrestleMania. Sheamus attacks Triple H. Wade Barrett firing John Cena. And from WrestleMania 26, also The Undertaker taking on Shawn Michaels in Michaels' final match. What was the moment of the year for you? Well, that was definitely, Jim. I think, yeah, I, I think Michaels definitely had that one. Yeah, um, you know, we talked a little bit ago about, like, raw moments and everything like that. Is it just me or, like, this year or perhaps for, like, the past few years, aside from, you know, those Taker-Michaels matches, there haven't really been a lot of standout moments in the WWE. Uh, that Those two plus the debut of Nexus. But besides those three, it, it, it's nothing really that, that stands out. Um, am, am am I wrong or do you agree? No, it's been pretty boring. I, I, I'm with you. I, I think it's been it's been very boring. I, you know, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. It, it it just it just doesn't seem interesting anymore. Now you lucked out because you're going to, you know to, to Mania, but even more so, you are. Going to SmackDown next week, um, so we decided that you're gonna wear an Atomic Drop Show T-shirt and a sign that says "Use Atomic Drop" since we're cool, right? You're gonna do that, right? Mm, no. Well, why not? <laughs> Are we cool now? No, no, I'm still not doing that. I can tell you what you want to hear, and then I have to, you know, ignore it. But I'll just be honest with you and just tell you it's not happening. The one time that you get on, you know, on on camera side, front row, going to be seen by millions. Yeah, millions don't you think? Don't people. you think I would? Don't you think I'd like to uh, have uh, like to have my own uh, T-shirt uh, on while doing that once again, Jimmy Z's? I think so. Well, well, all right. Look, you can have a Jimmy Z's T-shirt, but at least bring like an Atomic Drop Show sign. At least that. I'll think about it. You'll you'll think about it. You'll think about it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jimmy, is there anything else that you wanted to get off your chest before uh we go ahead and end this after show? No man. No, I'm 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 pretty cool. How do we do, all right? I think you did all right. You, you, you know, uh after you got through your little hostile takeover thing, um it show turned out all right. So next time that Justin's ass is sick, which I believe will probably, you know what? You know what? It sucks because 
Justin is supposed to be joining you, and 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 I didn't even think about this until now. Justin also has tickets to go to SmackDown next week as well. So I'm left asked out without a co-host because you would be my first choice here. So uh, you guys will be there together at uh, SmackDown. So damn. Yeah, how about I just call? How about about I call the show uh, for my segment live from SmackDown? That that'd be nice. Hey, if you could find something to rant about while watching SmackDown, then I will I will completely be down for that. That's cool. All right then. All right. All right, man. See you later. All right, man. See you later. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Jimmy Z, flipping it with Jimmy Z, a live edition here, or the the, the live uh, hour-long edition of Flipping It with Jimmy Z. Big big ups, yeah. We, we uh, there was an initial, there was an initial uh, tip rift at, at the beginning, but he's a cool guy. Once again, check it, check him out. His restaurant, if you live around Rochester, New York. Check out CircusInYourMouth.com, CircusInYourMouth.com. And while I'm at it, need to plug this, need to plug our good friends at Steel Cage Radio, Degenerate John and Didi. They do a fantastic job. In fact, I believe I'm, I'm, on their, I'm on their latest podcast. It's podcast number 38, and this is the preview that they gave here. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Steel Cage Radio, Steel Cage Radio. Yep, here we go. Podcast 38, they interview Ryan Kidd. Here is what they had to say. We discussed our our recording session at IWL's Wreck the Halls. The Degenerate John interviews SoCal up-and-coming wrestler Ryan Kidd. We also discussed Jeff Hardy's internet video. And they also debut a new bit for their show, Phony Macho Man Phone Calls. It's something that you got to listen for yourself. So, by all means, check out SteelCageRadio.com. And as always, the Atomic Drop Show is good friends with them, and we are firmly a part of the Radio DDT network. That is RadioDDT.com. The Atomic Drop Show joins shows like Steelcase Radio, shows like Empire Wrestling Federation Radio, shows like Rubber Guard Radio, and the Chaos Podcast. So check out the Atomic Drop Show and all the shows at RadioDDT.com. That's going to do it for... Everybody here, just in time in his absence, Jimmy Z, and everything like that, everybody here. Um, thanks for all of you folks listening. And once again, if you're listening to this live, we, we love you, and we want you to call in. So please, you know every single time we come on, it, it's every week, it's every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, Call us up, 646-915-9116. Once again, the number is area code, 646-915-9116. And for all you folks listening to us on the archive, on the archive, do not ever, ever hesitate. If you don't want your, your voice heard on the on, on the show for whatever reason, or if you're working or, or you're busy or something like that, 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 that's cool. That's fine. Water on the bridge. Let's go ahead and email us. Email us at... Atomic Drop Show at MyWay.com. That is Atomic Drop Show. Excuse me, not Atomic Drop Show. I don't, see, no wonder why we don't get emails because I'm messing up the whole uh, damn plug segment here. 
It is atomicdropatmyway.com. Atomicdropatmyway.com. Also follow us on Twitter. Myself, Kyle Cruz, at Can't Break Steel, all one word, Can't Break Steel, and my regular co-host, Justin Time, at Triple H144. Six eight. That is triple. The word triple. H one four four six eight. Hit us up on YouTube and on the Facebook. We we need to also give one more shout out to Degenerate John because on our Facebook page, our new default profile picture is of the banner that John did for for our show and for Radio DDT for Radio DDT dot com. So please, if nothing else, check that out because this new banner that he made for us is just fantastic. So. Uh, he just, just awesome, awesome. So there you go. That will officially do it for everybody here, Justin, Tom, Jimmy Z, and myself, Kyle Cruz. We will see you next week. I will have a special guest co-host. Stay tuned for announcements regarding that. It's been a pretty good show. Hit us up. Till next time. We'll see you next week. <laughs>